Hello and welcome to The Culture. My name is Anna. And I'm Mark. Mark, nice to see you. Always a pleasure. Um, for so, you. Oh, thank you. No, no, no. It's a pleasure for you oh. to see me. <laughs> well, okay. I'll give you that. Um, today, Mark, we are covering an infamous group, one that many people know about, but definitely you don't because you don't know anything, Scientology. I don't know everything. Uh-huh. I know a lot about a little, and I know a little about a lot, <laughs> okay. but I do not know about this group a whole lot. You don't know anything about them? No. I think the things that I've heard, I mean, to be honest, the only thing that comes to mind is Tom Cruise on a couch. Yeah. And that's on unfortunate. The Today Show? Yeah. And that's unfortunate. No. Oh, wasn't it Oprah? Was it Today Show? I thought he was with Matt Lauer on the Today Show. I thought it was with Oprah. Anyway, I, and that's really bad because I know that that is really demeaning. It's not that demeaning. I, I don't think that's like a thing that they do. That's just the only thing that I know. Well, now you're making yeah. a face of me. Well, we'll see. I mean. So I know nothing outside of that. Yeah. And I know that they're not the same as Christian, Christian science. science. They are not the same thing. Quite I'm, different, actually. I'm educated. There you go. Look at me being an educator. You helped. Um. Okay. So there are a boatload of sources today. Mostly, mostly I have acquired a lot of this knowledge over time because I've been very interested in Scientology for years now. Um, so we'll list all of those in our source notes as usual. Um, but I also have some secondhand reporting from a gentleman I once went on a date with. He will rename it, remain anonymous, but... Um, shout out to him. <laughs> shout out to the sound guy. Um, so anyways... <clears throat> We are just going to dive right in, and we're going to first talk about their leader. Have you ever heard of L. Ron Hubbard? I think I've heard the name before. I don't think I knew that they were connected with that, though. Yes. So, L. Ron Hubbard. L, L like L period. L dot, dot Ron. Ron. Correct. Ronnie Hub. Yes. Hubster. So, L stands for? Leonard. Lonnie. Leopold. Lucy. Lafayette. Lafayette. <laughs> I would not disrespect Lafayette by going by L. Lafayette <laughs> is a way cooler name. Lafayette Ron Hubbard. Is he French? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't I mean, think Hubbard so. Hubbard doesn't sound French, but Lafayette yeah. for sure does. I don't know. Lafayette Ron Hubbard was born on March 13th, 1911 in Tilden, Nebraska. It's a bad start. That's a, that's a long time ago, 2011, I mean 1911. But also Nebraska. <laughs> I just don't know of it, anything working out well. <laughs> so Hubbard actually spent most of his early life in Montana. And a lot of this information I actually got from Scientology's website themselves. So don't come for me, Scientology. I got this from you. Scientology.com.org. Um, it's uh, Scientology.org. Um, okay, so, you know... The thing with these groups is that they love to list all the accolades of their founder, right? Yeah, you got to build them up. Okay. So they say that he rode barely broken Broncos at age three, um, that he was reading very advanced books like philosophy as a young, young child. They said that he was a f his father was a U.S. naval officer, and later this will make sense. Okay. So he grew up kind of admiring the Navy. At 12, 
Um, it says he entered the Boy Scouts and he had 21 merit badges. Is that a lot? I guess. I feel like that's a lot. I feel like you wouldn't say it if it was like everybody had 500 and you had 21. I'm sure, I'm surprised you're not a Boy Scout. Boy Scout? Uh, not a Boy Scout. <laughs> Maybe have the morals of one, but definitely no Boy Scouts for me. Um, they also claim that he was the youngest Eagle Scout ever. Ever. That was disconfirmed this morning by Google in my search. I mean, you know, how are you to know? Because I looked it up. and But he could say. They said 1924. He was the youngest one at 12 or 13 years old. First one was in 1921. Cool, cool, cool. So. All right, well. Um. So he like kind of grows up traveling around because his dad's in the Navy. So that part was true. Correct. That okay. is true. So he's a military brat. Yeah. So he um, meets this man, Commander Thompson, who kind of starts instilling the ideas of psychoanalysis in him. Our boy Sigmund Freud is the founder of psychoanalysis. So all getting at like the root causes of our issues. There, he's doing this on him. No, he just introduces him to oh. these ideas, like Freudian ideas. Yeah. Um, at age 16, Lafayette, he went on a trip to Asia with his dad. He's like traveling around the world. He's learning about Eastern traditions and religions and all that stuff. He's like, oh, wow. Okay, cool. Then he goes to George Washington University in the U.S. Yep. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. It's a pretty famous... I've never heard of that. Mm. Well, he, I'm educated. Oh, okay. So he studies engineering. Um, and he was trying to identify the, he was, he was like trying to be all like metaphysical and try to find like, what's the life source? Like what smallest thing is in life? Like he wanted to understand like, kind of like the matter of the soul. So from the very beginning, from early on, he's, He's thinking outside the box. Yes. And he's seen some stuff. I'll give it to him. Yeah. He's well-traveled. Yes. As military kids often are. Yes. Um, later, critics will claim that this is a bunch of BS, but we'll get there when we get there. Again, all this stuff says that he completed the first mineralogical survey of Puerto Rico. I have no idea if that's true or not. That's what they say on Scientology.org. I love the firsts. Anytime anyone claims the firsts of anything, it's always so fun. Right, right. Um, then they say he, that he left the university during the Great Depression and he started becoming an author. This is true. Um, he wrote for pulp magazines. Kind of like, not like comics, but kind of like... Like, so these were not like academic. No, no, these, these were like, like cheap, fiction, like these were like cheap magazines, like that people read for entertainment back in the twenties. Got it. Um, um, and so he would write like science fiction, getting very popular during yes. this time period. Yes, he would write science fiction, romance. He wrote a bunch of stuff, but primarily science fiction. They said that in 1937 he did isolate the single element present in all life forms. And he wrote this thing called Excalibur. Um, they then said that he was in the Navy. He joined the Navy and he was Lieutenant L. Ron Hubbard. And they said he had an honorable discharge because he was injured in combat. Um, 
The Navy says this was not true, that he was never injured. But he was in it. Yeah, and I don't know if he actually had that high of rank. Um, and Scientology says that the Navy is like, they call it sheep dipping or something like that to try to hide because he was a covert agent and blah, blah, blah. That's a lot. Yeah. So he they're claiming that the Navy is wrong and the Navy is against them so much so that they are falsifying yes, the documents. His claims. Sure. Yeah. So I believe this guy from Nebraska or the U.S. Navy. You know, it's a tough one. It is. It's a toss-up for sure. <laughs> um, okay. So then he starts getting really interested in, like, the mind. And they claim that he discovered the modern technology of mental health. And he wrote a book claiming how to basically deal with all of our life's problems and dealing with our minds issues in this book called Dianetics. Have you ever heard of that? I haven't. Have you read it? No. Have you ever heard of it? Yes. You read passages from it. I feel like a psych major. Um, no, no, no. nothing. <laughs> no. Um, and I'll tell you why, because so Elron, he actually wanted this to try to like, he kind of thought this was a revolutionary idea. This could help people, you know, let's put it into the APA. American Psychological Association. The APA basically laughed him out. We're like, this is stupid. This so is a joke. No backing. No, no. scientific so backing. The American on Psychological it. Association was like, haha, bye. Great idea, kid. Kind of. So you'll come to learn Scientology is a very anti psychology. They're like, they literally think psychiatrists are the worst people on earth. Oh, interesting. Because he got kind of snubbed by them. Got it. I don't think they would claim that, but that's, that's kind of like the, the vibe. Yeah. Like he was snubbed by psychology. And so now he's like, psychology is the root of all evil. So clearly psychology doesn't know what they're doing. Yes. And I do. Correct. So he still publishes the book though. Yes. Okay. They also claim it's the most sold book on the mind ever written. I don't know if that claim is true either. I feel like there would be numbers on they that. They said 22 million copies, but I feel like. I, I, I just kind of doubt that claim. Maybe, maybe like a non, non medical book. Yeah. Maybe. But also, what does that mean? Like, cause They're I'm thinking of like show... the DSM, like, right? Like the DSM is the di diagnostic statistical manual. That's like, it's like the Bible, right? Of psychology. <laughs> it's like how it's like you diagnose people. It's like the psych Bible though. Kind of. Like every psychologist has it behind, yeah. their, behind their desk. Right. I feel like that has more copies sold. It would make more sense. You know what I mean? But who knows? Is Lily like that? Remember that scene in The Office where Michael Scott's writing a book and he's like talking about, he goes, sold more than the Bible. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> like this is where we that are. That is like it, how it is. Yeah. So um, he, he over his lifetime had over 5,000 documents written. And over 3,000 recorded lectures. So, I mean, he was productive. That's so much. That's a lot. And all of these are kind of... I don't even think that's as much as... I don't think Jesus did that much. And this, is, well, he, this guy, he's busy. <laughs> uh, these are available? Yes. Like YouTube and stuff? Nope. Audio? Nope. Oh. Mm, you gotta pay. Gotta pay to play, baby. No. You gotta pay to play. Is there like a like a black market, like audio recordings that I can... Yes, there are. 
Interesting. So no Scientology, none of this guy's stuff is available for free. No. Wow. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. Well, that's a little different so far than some of the, a lot of the other groups who have right. really tried to spread their messages, especially the ones that are current, social media, all remember that kind the, of stuff. Remember the, um, the Twin Flames one? Yeah. They had, you had to pay. They did, but they had a couple like little intro like well, pieces. they have little intro ones too. Okay, but like we'll get there. But like, so there. If you're like interested in like Scientology, there's like twelve books you need to get. Four thousand dollars. Ooh, so how bad do you really want to be in? Yeah, and then four grand's a lot. Um, and yeah. And there are levels once you get in. And there's stuff below that too. There's like little thirty-five dollar introductory courses and stuff, but everything has a cost. No free pamphlets. Uh, pamphlets are free, but they're not going to say a whole lot. Like. Mm, me looking at their website today was difficult. Cost you some cash? No, no cost. Thank God. But um, didn't go beyond the paywall. You don't want to dabble. I did not. I don't want. I don't want <laughs> to be contacted. Okay. Um. So use like a VPN scrambler. <laughs> make sure no one can track you. He founded the Church of Scientology in 1954. So that's the first one. So that's pretty old. 54. I mean, okay, in my religion, dad is born in 59. I'm just saying, I legit thought it started in the 90s. Oh, no, no, no. Started in the 50s. Where's it at? What do you mean, where's it at? Where's the first one? Um, uh, The first one? I mean, is he still in Nebraska? No. He was, a, there's a big center in LA. There's a lot of, there's a big center in Clearwater, Florida. And then he has a ship. That they like a, sail around. Like a carnival cruise? Like a big-ass ship. Like and a pirate ship or like a cruise ship or like a cargo like ship? Like a naval ship. With guns. I don't know if they have actually weapons there, but the I, okay, they have this group that you join. Think of like the Peace Corps. Uh-huh. Okay. But it's for Scientology. Okay. Got it. Like if you're a hardcore Scientologist, you join. It's called the Sea Org, the Sea Organization. They dress up like naval officers hell yeah they have ranks and um they live on a boat i gotta find this boat <laughs> yeah um and they do hard labor so we'll get there in a moment but um and they sign a billion year contract i forgot to get there <laughs> that's not a joke that is not a joke the infinity signs is how long it's going to be yes um, okay, sorry. First church. So 50, 54. Four. He struggles to gain recognition of it as a legitimate religion. And he was at odds with the IRS because he wanted tax exempt status. And they were like, nah. And we'll get into that. Dude, 50s, very conservative America in the yeah. 50s. I could see why it'd be hard to start a new religion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's interesting though, because on their website, they they make it a point that this is a twenty uh, a twenty first century religion like a twentieth century twentieth century religion. yeah twentieth century religion like that that's like a good thing, mm. like we just we're waiting we got the kinks worked out though yeah like they they're like we're the only people who have our Messiah's own voice actually recorded, as if that were to be like awesome yeah like we don't have Jesus on tape so. Right. So they say it's theirs better. Okay. Okay. So questions about Lafayette before we move on to the beliefs? I need to see a picture of him. Oh. 
Yes. Let me show you. A um, of him and let me see the glasses in this picture. This is him when he's young. I'm just trying to piece together how we're going to go from the 50s. Oh, he looks like Danny Tanner. <laughs> Tell me that's not Danny Tanner. <laughs> he kind of does. It is Danny Tanner's nose. The glasses, though. Look yeah. at those glasses. Those are odd. He, for those listening, if you haven't seen him, he looks like um, the lamer version of Dick Tracy. Mm. And he tries to solve crimes. So he had kind of bad teeth. Mm. I'll say that. This is him as he's older. Ooh, did not age well. No. Interesting. Okay, well. This is him on his boat. I'm very interested in the boat, and I kind <laughs> of just want to talk about that for a while. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I know. Actually, I have um, one of our coworkers, our homie Shane. Shout out Shane. He bought me one of his audiobooks. It's back there. Oh, sweet. So I got some of the... That's worth some money. The technology, baby. Now, this is what I. This is also what I want to know. Is there like an eBay secondhand market for a lot of this stuff? Well, there must be if Shane got one. <laughs> well, <laughs> our friend Shane can find a needle in a haystack. True. Uh, I don't know. Man, I'm interested now. Probably. You should look it up. Okay, so let's get into their beliefs. Um, I'll tell you, it was pretty difficult to find what their beliefs were on. So these are not posted on page one. No, it's not like... It's not like, um, you know, my church is like, I believe in one God, Father Almighty. Like, yeah. it's very clear. Yeah. Like, our creed is what we believe. Wait, was this guy... Okay, I do have a question. This yeah. guy involved in church? It doesn't Records. say... It didn't say, like, obviously in any Scientology is not going to post. Yeah, in. obviously Scientology is not going to post that because they want you to believe this is the thing. Right. But he probably had to start somewhere. I didn't find anything of where he started. Man, it just seems like you don't go from zero to hero with no religious experience well, here's to starting thing. your own thing. I don't know where this was, but there is a documentary, which is a tremendous. You should watch it. It's called Going Clear. It's on HBO. It was written. It's made off of this book that this like historian looked into or, you know, journalist. L. Ron Hubbard is the guy who said, if you want to get rich, make a religion. Oh, I've definitely heard that quote before. Yes. That's start, a, start a religion. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, then I, that's probably where that name even somewhat rings a bell. Right. So I don't know if it was like for the betterment of society or... He just saw the opportunity. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So beliefs. Okay. So... What do we know? Okay. So their symbol is a cross, like the Christian cross. Okay. And then it has like kind of like a, like a, you know, like the little spinny thing in the middle of a compass? Yeah. Looks like that, like overlaid on top of it. In the same shape as the cross? So there's the cross, and then there's the little thing oh, on top but of it's, it. Okay. And it has nothing to do with Christianity at all. Cool, cool, cool. Um, it represents what they call the eight dynamics, which we'll get to in a moment. Which is not the eightfold path. No, not Buddhism, no. Okay. Um, the eight dynamics represent all these different like parts of being and like our 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 desires to survive and these different parts of us that have these different desires to survive it's very hard for me to understand to be honest i'll do my best but um they say that they have a simple religion accessible to all and that it is without parables you know unlike that christianity um so everybody can understand what it is so we're going literal 
we're, we're not using metaphors here. Yeah. Uh, except it's extremely hard to understand what the hell they're talking about. I'll tell you. And I consider myself an intelligent person. Mm, I don't know if they would, but. This might not be for you. I, I don't think it is for me, unfortunately. Um, okay. So this is what they say. Man is an immortal spiritual being. His experience extends well beyond a single lifetime. So they believe in past lives. And like future reincarnation. lives. Yes. Okay. His capabilities are unlimited, even if not presently realized. Um, they say that the Scientology symbol is an S imposed over two triangles. The S stands for Scientology. The two triangles represent important concepts in the Scientology religion. The lower triangle is made up of affinity, reality, and communication, which together equate to understanding. I watched a video on this. I still did not get it. That's okay. Top triangle consists of another set of closely interrelated factors, knowledge, responsibility, and control. Okay. So the gist of their beliefs is that we're just trying to make you a better person. And we're trying to make you not have so many problems. Um, there's not an emphasis on God or like, or really like giving to others or anything like that. It's not about that from what I've gleaned just from what they have done. about self-improvement. Correct. It's like a self-improvement program. Yes. That's how it appears. With a way too complicated symbol. Yes. Have you ever seen like those, this just reminds me of like those memes (laughs) where it's like telling your tattoo artist what you want. And they have like 19 different things and then they show where they want it and it's like three inches. You're not getting all of that. Yeah, Like that's what I feel like the symbol is trying to do. Right. Symbol is supposed to be something easy and something that's recognizable, not something that has 19 bullet points as to what it means. Yeah. So their marketing department already dropped the ball. It's very convoluted. And I was clicking through that whole dang website and I was like, what am I reading? It's like, they'll be like, the self is for the self and you find yourself (laughs) and you're like, huh? It's beautiful. Yeah. So profound. So they said man is a spiritual being and they believe basically we have three parts. Okay. We got our body, we have our mind, and then we have our soul, which they call a thetan. A thetan? Like, you know, like the Greek letter theta? Yeah. At the end, thetan. Thetan. Yeah. That's the name of the soul. Correct. Thetan. Thetan. Okay. Okay. So they think that we, like in our core, are spiritual beings. We're thetans just like using physical bodies. It's a transport. It's like a... Yeah. Kind of like a vessel. Yeah. Like we're just... There's like that scene in Men in Black number one. Where like he opens the guy's head and there's like a little mini alien driving the head. Do you remember that one? <laughs> kind of, yes. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of like on. that. Kind of like that. So he said the brain and mind are separate. The mind controls the brain, and the thetan controls the mind. So, okay, I buy that logic. I'm into that. Okay. So, um, they say here's one of their digs at psychology. LOL that I teach AP psychology. Oops. Um, psychology for itself for instance, has worked itself into a dead end. Having no concept of the existence of an animating factor to life, it has degenerated into a practice devoted solely to the creation of an effect on living forms. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how everything they say is on their website. 
it's very like wordy and it's like what do you mean yeah i'm trying to follow right and i get the dead end like right. it's like a it's a static science it sounds like is what they're saying mm -hmm. and they're not going to be able to they're saying there's no soul in psychology basically got it okay okay so let me tell you about the eight dynamics so they say that there are eight urges towards survival. We have eight different urges. I don't know what this means. Okay, I'm rolling my eyes a little bit because it doesn't make sense, but whatever. And they call these the dynamics. This is what the eight-point cross represents. Okay, so the first is the self-dynamic. And this is the effort to survive as an individual, to be an individual, and the effort to attain the highest level of survival for the longest time for yourself. This is verbatim from their website. Okay. I follow that one. Okay. Stay alive as long as you can. Dynamic number two is the sex dynamic. This is the urge towards survival through sex and um, also through the family unit, raising and caring of children. Fine. Okay. Third dynamic is the group dynamic. This is the urge to survive as a group of individuals. Fourth dynamic is the mankind dynamic, the urge towards survival for all mankind or the species dynamic. The, what am I on? Five. Five. The fifth dynamic is the life forms dynamic. This is where I'm getting lost. The urge to survive as a life form and help all life forms. That's just the different wording of the group one. <laughs> right. <laughs> is he talking about plants? I don't know. I mean, I was actually okay with the first four. I, they kind <clears throat> of make sense. Okay. Sixth is the physical universe MEST. MEST stands for matter, energy, space, and time. Urge to survive of the physical universe and with the help of the physical universe and its component parts. Okay, well, now we just have more points to fill in. That, yeah, And that's we're just going to say it again. What's happening? What's happening here? What, what are we doing here? Seventh is the spiritual dynamic, urge to survive as spiritual beings. And then the eighth dynamic is existence as infinity. This is commonly supposed to be a supreme being or creator, the allness of all. I mean, I'm I'm kind of into like five of yeah. the eight. I feel like that's not terrible. They should have just had less points. And they say that we cannot know the eighth, you know, the supreme creator until we've been through all the earlier seven. We've so like you got you to climb, you gotta climb the mountain. Oh, you got to climb a lot of mountains in Scientology. Yes. Has anybody is so? Uh, you said this is not like Buddhism, but it kind of has like the same kind of vibe a little bit. Um, this idea of like sure that there's gradations, I'd say, and even getting to like this, yeah, this mythical top where you hit enlightenment. I yes, I would agree with that, but the difference is that. Buddhism doesn't pay you for every... No, I hear you. I'm just saying. I'm trying to draw similarities here. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say that it's similar You make in that one way. of them hard to obtain to keep everybody right. moving towards. But it also, from what I've heard and what I've read, the target always moves... Just changing that goal higher line. ...higher and higher and higher. Changing the goalpost, so pushing you, it back. You you spend more and more sure. time and money. Sure. Okay. So this was something interesting that I hadn't known before. They, one of their earlier, okay, so they're, they're like beliefs, like their practices, they call them technology. Well, I don't like that. Like this technology will help you with this. But they mean this practice, this spiritual practice. Yeah. Or this non-spiritual practice or whatever. Maybe. Yes. These tenets of our religion. Right. But they call it tech. 
well, tech already has a meaning. So we should well, have used, they a, call we it. Should have used a different so word. They call this one piece of tech called the emotional tone scale. So they say that we have all these different emotions, which duh. I can vouch. And um, that the emotional tone scale allows us to understand what someone is feeling based on their spot on the emotional tone scale and how we should appropriately respond okay. so that so that we have a good communication. Okay. So let me tell you this the uh the scale. It's zero to forty. It's, it's not it's not all it's a large scale. <laughs> There's a bunch between zero and one. Okay. So zero point zero is body death. You're I, dead. I can identify that one. Okay. That's pretty easy. 0.01 is dying. 0.03 is useless. Oh, wait a minute. So we have decimals. Yes. Well, the scale is 0 to 40, and we got <laughs> no, ourselves No, but it doesn't decimals. go like that. It doesn't go like that for all the way up till 40. We'll okay. See. Okay. So 0 0.03 is useless. I love that one. <laughs> 0 0.05 is apathy. 0 0.07 is hopeless. 0 0.1 is victim. So we don't like victims here. We also Scientology. don't want to be anywhere between zero and one. Right. Point two is self-abasement. I don't really know what abasement means. What does that mean? I know what abasement is. Oh. <laughs> Point three is undeserving. Point three seven five is making amends. Point five is grief. Point eight is propitia propitiation? Propitiation? Propitiation. Yeah. Point nine is sympathy. Point nine four is numb. 0.96 is terror. 0.98 is despair. 1.0 is fear. 1.02, anxiety. Oh, that's where I hang out. <laughs> You're low. I, uh. 1.1 is covert hostility. Nice. 1.15, unexpressed resentment. 1.2, no sympathy. I don't know if I want to be moving up the scale or down the scale at this point <laughs> because none of this has a... It gets better. It gets better. It, okay, so you yeah, want to be yeah. higher. Higher, yeah. Okay. Um, 1.2, no sympathy. 1.3, resentment. 1.4, hate. 1.5, anger. 1.8, pain. 1.9, hostility. 2.0, antagonism. Um, 2.4, monotony. I think that's where I hit, hang out. Yeah, I'm 2.5, boredom, monotony. Sure. 2.6, disinterested. 2.8, contented. Now you're content. Okay. Well, there's a there's only point three difference. Point two difference. Point two. I'm yeah. going disinterested, contented. I I don't. I need to see more within that. Two point nine mild interest. Three conservatism. Three point three strong interest. Three point five cheerfulness. Four point oh enthusiasm. Six point oh aesthetic. Eight point oh exhilaration. Twenty action. 22 games. <laughs> 24 wheelbarrow. I feel like none of these are actual things. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, what, is, what emotion is games? <laughs> For me, games are terrible. <laughs> I put games more at like I love one. games. Well, I hate games. So I put games way lower. Uh, 30 postulates and 40 serenity of beingness. Oh, well, I don't like the scale. <laughs> and I don't know what that actually... What am I supposed to do? I, I tell you I'm at a 1.4? No, no. So they... Mood ring? They No. <laughs> they claim that you can 
when you learn the tech, you can then identify where anybody is on the scale. And when you know where they're on the scale, you know how to then respond to their um, emotion. And so then you can bring them up a little bit on the scale. So in other words, not using body language, reading facial expressions, they would say that there is a tech that you can learn to evaluate where someone is at. Correct. Instead of inferring or asking. Right. Got it. So it's like, I see you're a 2.6, disinterested. That's a wheelbarrow. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to get you to 2.8. But that's learned behavior. That's a tr- that's a t- that's tech that you have to pick uh, up. Yeah, you, and I don't. They didn't explain how to learn this. Like this was like the preview, the trailer. I want to see it like written out. Like how are they displaying this as like I'm imagining some sort of like Sunday school kind of vibe, mm-hmm. trying to teach the kids like this ver. You know, like they always have like this the simpler versions. Right, but I don't think they have that. They don't have that because. Well, I need that. But they don't. But I need They it. don't have it. I know. Then it's not for me. I need, I need like <laughs> whole numbers only. Because they think that children are just small adults. As a father of two young <laughs> children, there is a difference. I also need like the version that goes by fives because yeah. I'm new at this. Right. I don't understand why there's, I don't know, 10 different ones in, from zero to one. And then it goes from eight to 22. Oh, you didn't skip them all? No. In between. Oh, I thought for the sake of time, you weren't going to read through all of them. This is what I found. I don't know if there is more, but that's what I saw. Oh. Then then make the scale smaller. (laughs) Um, So this is what they said. Using knowledge of the tone scale, however, you would recognize the emotion one person is having, and you would use half to one full tone above that person to respond to them communicate in that tone and thus bring him up to higher tones by moving up the scale gradiently it is possible to help someone overcome fixed conditions and regain a more happy and clear vital outlook so it puts the power in the hand of the person who can help Mm -hmm. which is true people can help people with their emotions and the state that they're in yeah i would it'd be hard to put a number on it right say oh it's actually impossible for me to get you too content based on where you are but i can kind of nudge you in the right direction right but it's like, I don't know if this is like, I don't know if they're saying this aloud or they're just like kind of consciously doing this to themselves, being like, oh, I, I see Mark is at a 0.05. I need to try to get him to a 0.07 kind of in their head. Yeah. You that's know? Yeah. I wonder what the language is for that. That's an interesting Well, one. they've got a lot of language that we don't use. Words that they got a whole different language. Oh. Not really, but like they have a lot of terms and terminology that only make sense in the context of Scientology. Hmm. Well, I see how it gets complicated pretty quick because this is only the first belief and yes, I'm a little lost already. Yes. So let's take a little break, let your mind rest, and we'll come back with some more beliefs. Sure. All righty, we are back. You ready to learn some more about Scientology? I think I've digested the first part. Okay. Okay. So remember... I would I would say this is more of a self-help kind of vibe than a religion vibe. Would they though claim religion? Well, yes. They, they would. They like, claim this is a religion. People have said this. Like 
they vehemently argue that this is a religion. Okay. Yes. I haven't seen a lot of religion on here yet. Yeah. So, okay. They, one of the first goals in Scientology is to achieve, achieve a state called clear. That's why there's all that book called going, going clear. clear. Yes. So this is what they say on their website. Clear is the name of a state achieved through auditing. I'll explain auditing in a moment and describes a being who no longer has his own reactive mind which is the hidden source of irrational behavior, unreasonable fears, upsets, and insecurities. So basically, he says all of our problems come from having a reactive mind. And when you go clear... You are ridding yourself of the reactive mind. And your mind is... Clear. Proactive? Um, he says Active? without a reactive mind, individuals regain their basic personality, self-determinism, and in essence become much, much more themselves. They also don't get sick very frequently, according to Hubbard, and they will be able to use their emotions rather than experience them. Just sounds like more control. Yeah. It's like it's like basically not being reactive as a person. And like not being a toddler. Yes. Like you are conscious of what you're doing, not simply just going from one reactive right. moment to another. Right. So Which I agree is a good thing. Yes. And and they do this through auditing which auditing is kind of like the Scientology form of therapy. But we would never say therapy. They would never say therapy, no. But, but very similar. Sure. You're talking to you're someone, you're through. telling them all your problems. They're just listening. They're not really giving any advice. Um, I'm assuming they have their own people to help you with this. Auditors. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, don't call them auditors, though, because there are people that actually are They're called, called audit auditors. No, nope. that's a real position in real life. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Scientology has its own language. Like yeah. auditors are basically these trained who they would call technicians in the technology in Scientology where people will hold on to these. This is so a lot. When, okay. Let's pretend we're in an auditing session. Okay. You come in. You're like, I've got this problem, whatever. Okay, let's get on the e-meter. So you're going to hold these two metal cans in your hands. Okay? Yep. They're going to ask you very specific kind of probing questions. Okay. They are going to be, the auditor is watching this meter. Whenever you have like an emotional reaction to a thought that you have, the, the meter moves. Okay. Okay. Um, so then they'll be like, what was that thought? Let's talk about that thought. And they'll kind of process that. Now, not in the same way that a therapist actually would. Not in that way at all. Different. Um, because first of all, they're all recorded. All of these sessions. Ooh. They're not confidential. Ooh. Yeah. Who has access to these? Higher ups? Yeah. So if you leave? Ooh. Guess yep. what's exposed? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Now, can you imagine just for a second, because this is where my mind goes, a situational comedy where someone's like, oh, yeah, I got a great technician. I'll, I'll call him up for you. <laughs> but it's a technician for this religion, and not like an actual technician <laughs> or an auditor. I think that's auditor, how Scientologists would or be. Or an auditor. They're like, oh, you need an auditor? Yeah, I, I got, got one. I got my, he's, got a, he's got a calculator <laughs> and the little green hat that he wears and everything. Yeah. He works for H&R Block. <laughs> yeah, no. 
not not a tax auditor a soul auditor so these little uh, i'm imagining like you know the game it's like at the at like the carnivals and the fairs where you hold yes. onto the thing and it kind of like yes. zaps you. It kind of looks like that. Yes. yes. That's what I'm imagining. Think of kind of like a lie detector test. You know how a lie uh-huh. detector test measures your body's arousal? Yeah. This is also doing that. Okay. So if you start sweating, if your heart rate goes up, it, it reads. You mean like being recorded as you're talking about things that right. in your life have made you uncomfortable <laughs> or you have trauma? Right. right. Um, and not even just this life, past lives. The trauma in your past lives. And they would say that they know how to pull those yeah, out. Yes. Okay. Yes. Ooh, those tapes are juicy. Oh, yeah. Have these been exposed? No. Oh, where's the archive? But they'll but they'll claim that people say stuff in their things once they leave. They don't post them, though. Right. But they could make your life really difficult. Yes. There is a fly in here. We apologize. <laughs> Freaking <laughs> you out over them. there. <laughs> um, okay. So... Clear, getting clear, you've just gotten to the first dynamic. That's You're still entry-level soldier. Yeah. We're not even close to eight. Oh, so that's level one of eight. Yeah. But you have to go through – How? any idea how long auditing it said, take? said just depends on how much time you put in. Hey, how much trauma do you have? <laughs> how many if past live got, issues? If you're here every day, you can move up into weeks. If you're not, this could take years. Now, are you paying for these sessions? You are paying for everything, my friend. No IOUs. Every no coupon, class no they coupons. said is roughly six fifty. No Groupon. No Groupon. Six hundred fifty dollars per class, and then every auditing session is eight hundred dollars per hour. So this is not for the popo, the power. This is only if you have well all the money. Yeah. Or you just go into massive amounts of debt, which a lot of people have done. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, so they'll take second mortgages out. They'll open all these credit cards Oh, up. it hurts my heart. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. And and they'll they'll push you to do that. Yeah. You're so close. You're almost yeah. you're almost there. Yeah. Mark, you should join. I'm that telling you. I think I might be in on this. <laughs> um, okay. So then above clear, your next goal is to become what they call... An OT or an operating thetan. Okay? So operating, this is what they say. By operating, it means to be able to act and handle things. And by thetan is meant the spiritual being that is the basic self. The state of OT is attained by proceeding through a series of gradient steps, each one slightly more advanced than the last and each with its own ability gained. OT is a state of spiritual awareness in which an individual is able to control themselves and their environment. An OT is someone who knows that they knows that they know and can create positive and pro-survival effects on all of their dynamics. They have been fully refamiliarized with their capabilities as a Thetan and can willingly and knowingly be at cause over life, thought, matter, energy, space, and time. When you know, you know. <laughs> so that I pulled out of that. It's all. It sounds the same to me. It is the same, but you know that you know. Ex-members claim that they said to them that they would be able to, like, not get cancer. Just as OT. get the cancer away. Yeah. As an OT. Or, or, like, have magical powers, levitate, stuff like that. I mean, I'd spend some money on some levitating powers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I would need a timeline, though. 
Oh, I would need. Would you like to see I would need, the program list? I would need X sessions to know, hey, listen, three of these sessions, you're going to hit OT status. I'm going to show you what they call the bridge to total freedom. I love they use the term bridge. Very visual. This is the list, okay, of all the things. Oh, it's so complicated. Yep. I can see how you'd have no money left. So I'm looking at something So that... let's see. Dianetics and Scientology Introductory Services. There's a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of those. That's before you even get to the purification rundown. Then there's the happiness rundown. Then the ARC straight wire. Then grade zero, grade one, grade two, grade three, grade four. New era Dianetics expanded Dianetics, clear certainty rundown, then you get to clear. Then you have the sunshine rundown. That one sounds fun. Solo course, OT preparations, solo course, OT eligibility, OT1, OT2, OT3, OT4, OT5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I don't even know how to audibly describe it. Right. It just sounds like the most complex hierarchical system that I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. You give me that and I'm like, well, then this is just not for me. Right. How do you like, all right, I guess we're going to go with step one. Because they get you in with the even like the really cheap stuff. They go, let's take a free personality test. They oh, yeah. I'm a sucker personality for test. And then your personality test says you're depressed. So people take these quizzes. They're like, oh, I'm depressed. I, and then they're like, oh, you've got props? We got the solutions. We got tech. We got tech. Yikes. Okay, so I can see. They, yeah. they, there is sort of a luring in process. Yeah. Yes. And they'll, they do this in downtown Hollywood a lot. Because LA is a big spot, right? It's called the Celebrity Center. It's like big in that blue big building. I don't think I've ever seen it. But I'm going to LA. I'm driving through LA in a couple weeks. I need to look for it. Go take a pic. Mm, nope. <laughs> Google Images will take care of that. Uh, <laughs> we'll be posting a picture of that. Yes. Um, but yeah, they do that a lot. Actually, when I lived in Santa Barbara, there was a Scientology Center in the downtown area. Nice. Yeah. There was never anybody there, though. Mm, like, ever. Also, you have all the money because the real estate can't be cheap. Yes. True. Um, okay. So, so, there's no real heaven or hell. So, this is not Christian-based no. at all. Nope. Not at all. Nothing connected at all. Nope. Could, here's my line of thinking. Every group so far has been sort of picked up off of another group. Mm -hmm. Like, they make that transition at least seem somewhat doable because you're like, oh, Trinity – all right, I've heard of that before. Right. Oh, self selflessness. I've heard of that before. Right. Like this is a big piece of this. This is a big piece of this. This sort of sounds like a warped version of this. This doesn't sound like a version of anything. Yeah, I mean, and I would it, say it is unique in that is way. Is it for the people who are non-religious? Is that like their thing? Yeah, I kind of feel like it's for the people who are intellectual, who... The maybe, atheists. Yeah, the yes. atheists who still need self-help. Yes. That's kind a good of. tagline. 
<laughs> for the atheist Scientology. Who needs <laughs> <laughs> hey, Scientology, uh, pay us for that. It's a heck of a bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah, it kind of seems like that. It, I don't think they were recruiting tons of Christians. Yeah, it's just hard. I guess all the groups so far, this is just my hardest to wrap my head around how you would be interested in something like this. Unless you thought right. I'm too smart for church yeah. and I need I need a tribe. Right. And then this would be your tribe. But what is interesting is that modern, more modern groups have based practices off of Scientology. So it has then become what we saw with other groups. Yes. You have to feel kind of good if you're a part of that group and you're like, yes, someone kind of jacked some of our stuff. <laughs> right? I feel like that's a moment. I guess. Yeah, you're I like, guess Dude, so. You're like, dude, we've made it. There's a cult of our, whoops, there's a religious group of <laughs> our religious group. Yeah, exactly. So... Dude, shout out to you. I mean, I don't think he was an idiot. I don't think Elron was like a dingo, but So what happened to Elron? Um, so Elron dies, but they believe he's gonna come back. Oh heard that one before. Yeah. So they are taking some stuff. But they but remember they believe in reincarnation. Oh yeah, so everybody comes back. Yeah. Mm. Just dies so, of natural causes. So they said, "Of course, right? What am I even asking? That's a stupid question." They say, "Of course, nothing ailed he him." He just decided it was time to leave my body. I got to go find some more OT levels, as one does. We're at fifteen. We got to find more. Um, and he'll, he's going to come back in like forty years. I don't know. Would the medical examiner say the same? Medical thing? examiner would say he died of a stroke. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, misdiagnosed. Misdiagnosed. They, they just happens didn't know all, about his fate. Happen, and... Happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. Level 16. All right. So he's gone. What year? So I think this was in the 80s. I think he died in like 1986. Okay. So he's he was with them for a long time though. Like the, you're, you're... Yeah. I don't want to say reigning, but you are... Oh, no. He managing was, for 30 years. He, if there is a God, he's God. Okay. In this religion. Correct. 1986 no. is when he died. Yeah. 86? Uh-huh. Now, how much money was he worth? Oh. Balling out of control or silently looking Let's like... Let's see. At his death, $26 million in assets in the 80s. That's a lot for the 80s. But that's probably... That says excluding trust funds. Yeah. I mean, if this guy's looking for tax exempt status in the 50s, right. he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Listen, he's got auditors that work for him <laughs> and not just those auditors. True. He got money in the Caymans. True. So that's kind of the beliefs. Um, now, a couple more things before we finish off here. Um, people study only the words and lectures of L. Ron Hubbard. Like, you know how you go to a Christian church, there's the pastor, the pastor delivers a message based on his interpretation or that, that specific um, denomination's interpretation of the Bible. Yep. Right? They're going to give a message. Not in Scientology. You read and you listen to Hubbard alone. That is, is the scripture. Is there a meeting? Okay. Or is so, this all individual? mostly mostly individual like the vast majority of this is done one-on-one -on -one with an auditor um or you like with a supervisor watching you learn the tech but not like think no more corporate like going to a library right no corporate worship not as much now they claim that they have a sunday service 
where they say the creed of the church of Scientology. Again, that creed is like, we believe in truth. It's like, sure. Um, there's someone that gives a sermon, um, which I don't, I don't think that's real because how could they be giving a sermon if people are only allowed to learn from L. Ron Hubbard? But you don't have access to any of this anyway. No. no but I don't think that that's happening. But no, like, you know, iPhone behind the scenes infiltrators putting stuff on YouTube. I don't know. I want to um, know what happens. Then they have, <laughs> then they, then they have an L. Ron Hubbard lecture that they play. Yeah, I'm just imagining a bunch of people like listening to an audiobook. Yeah, together in the pretty same much. Room. Okay. Then they do group auditing, which sounds horrendous to me. Like group therapy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then they do announcements, and then they do the prayer for total freedom, and they say, "Just imagining the <laughs> announcements at like a normal." Hey guys, if you're new here, <laughs> also we have um, lemonade available in the back. I don't think they have lemonade. I don't think they have any lemonade. Uh Okay, so, but they do have a meeting area. This is what they say that they have. Ex-members say that this is not a thing, that they do these things that nobody goes to to maintain their status as a religion. Oh, that's right, because you do still have to continue to prove. Right, that's what they say. Because sitting in a room listening to an audiobook or doing that solo, well, not going to get you tax exempt status. Right. Because there's no real like worship. Right. I mean, unless you're just like praising but, the, the guy. But they're not. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Um, so, in our next episode, we're there's going to talk. Oh, just you wait. We're going to talk about all of the criticisms and controversies. Now, again, these are not my opinions. This is just information I've found. If Scientology wants to let me know what, they're, what they say about all these, I am happy to listen and report that as well. Um, but we'll hear about all of the criticisms from ex-members and journalists. Which also, shout out to everyone who's reached out on Instagram yeah. for oh. previous episodes. Yes. And like given us new information and personal stories and secondhand stories like right. those are so fun right and educating like they're great for yeah. us to get to listen to those yeah so, so keep please on please keep on doing that yeah um and you can reach us at the.cult.ure and stay tuned for our next episode we'll see you soon see ya bye